So welcome to this 15 minute of experience. Today I'm with L'Oreal Pristai and welcome to this podcast, L'Oreal. Hello, thank you for having me. So how is to have the name of uh, one of uh, my most famous uh, product in the world? <laughs> <laughs> so funny you ask that. Um, so I, I was in fact named after <laughs> the shampoo. My, my parents were going to name me Zoya originally, um, which is like a Ukrainian origin name, but they saw the, the cosmetic commercial and they're like, L'Oreal, it's so beautiful. So I have been named actually after the cosmetic. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's so cool because I never saw anyone call L'Oreal. So I mean, in a way or another, you know, I think it's, this give uh, uh, to your uh, uh, body of work also uh, a certain uh, deep way to connect with everyone. And you know, everyone know L'Oreal de Paris. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I used to hate, I used to hate my name actually, because I was like, oh gosh, it's the cosmetic. And like, when I was younger, I would have people be like, yo, what up shampoo? And I'm like, stop calling me shampoo. <laughs> But now as I've gotten older, I'm like, I really love my name, actually. It's, so, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice, really nice. <laughs> I, I was just wondering about uh, how to spell your surname, but now you you gave to me the answer, so then I know it's Pristai and not Pristage. It's not a kind of uh, Indian uh, uh, slang. But uh, let's talk about the US uh, photographer in this case, in this podcast. And uh, what I want to start is uh, for sure to talk a bit about the experience you had during uh, the work you did reflecting on nature. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, reflecting on nature. Um, so that series specifically I had done when I was on a residency, art residency in um, Hamenkro, Finland. And, um, you know, part of my practice, uh, may it be, you know, from older work to newer work or whatnot, all my work stems from personal experience and my trying to understand the environment that I'm in and something that I want to learn, like something that I take from the environment that I can learn from. So while I was in Finland, um, I was walking around the nature and it, it, I often start by taking photographs of myself to just kind of understand who am I in this environment? What am I? Is there a character that's going to come out or what? So for that work, it started by um, just exploring the nature and, um, you know, each day I found myself needing to organize my schedule around like the weather, organize around the daylight, organize when the sun is rising, etc., etc. And um, 
you know, I started having this thought of like, wow, you know, there's no, there's no such thing as my telling nature or weather to be like, hey, don't rain today because I want to do a photo shoot. I found myself constantly needing to abide by it. So this was kind of like the first thought that I had. So um, then uh, I was, I took one of the mirrors that was in the room that I was staying. And I was like, I'm curious what, just like out of curiosity, what would it look like if I'm holding the mirror and nature was looking at itself? And it was just, the, the series started with these thoughts and curiosity. And when I saw the first image taken, I was like, this is beautiful. And I think it presents exactly what I'm thinking about of how we are these kind of small details, part of nature. And we we do need to simply abide by how it exists. And um, as as much as it is part of us, we are more part of it. And um, so that is how reflecting on nature began. And it's a it's a full self portrait series, um, in holding the mirror and having nature looking at itself. Yeah, I was looking at the picture and I was asking to myself if it was a mirror or is a kind of print of uh, made before. But yeah, then when I, I mean, usually when I watch at work, uh, I prefer to don't read first the description. It would be really fast, you know the. Mm -hmm. And so then I would prefer first to watch the picture, you know, uh, asking to myself to some question. And then, yeah, if I'm not really able to recognize what is, then I go to reading the description. And uh, uh, from that to, to say, Alson, to ask you, uh, how much you think uh, is important uh, uh, in uh, photography to use a description? Because uh, you... You are an artist, we can say, uh, and uh, the photography is not the only medium you use. Uh, but how much is important? Do you think uh, it's really important to have a description on a work? You know, <clears throat> not necessarily, not necessarily at all. I think like, um, <clears throat> I mean, like, I can only speak personally um, about like my practice and things like that. Like I do, I think that you should have a description. No, not necessarily. Does it bother me if there are descriptions? No, not necessarily either. Like it's I'm very open to how people want to present something, but I don't think you need a description. And I mean, for myself personally, uh, photographically or artistically, I, you know, when I'm making something, I rarely have a description. Um, of it while it's in its process. Like sometimes an image just looks beautiful and maybe that's just it and that's it and that's all it has to be. But something I do really enjoy is diving into why it is beautiful or what intrigues me personally about something. May it be about what somebody photographed um, or somebody painted or then even in myself when I'm creating something and I'm involved in it. I don't necessarily know what I'm doing um, I just, I'm curious is often how it starts. And the description just comes almost um, as a part of my understanding myself and what I was trying to capture. And even though an image doesn't need a description, I find that the most successful images are the ones that do um, ar uh, rise a question or curiosity. 
and then I want to know more or <clears throat> a viewer wants to know more. And so therefore, if there is a question, inevitably an answer results in a description. So I think as much as images and works don't need that, um, for me, if they result in wanting to know more or being curious or wanting to ask a question, I think that's a very successful image or art piece. Oh, and uh, in asking question, uh, what are the question uh, you ask to yourself? Well, that, I mean, that changes every time. It changes every time. You know, like if we're uh, speaking of reflecting on nature, when I was looking at the images, I was questioning like, what are we? You know, are we, are we a blemish on earth? Are we a beauty mark on earth? Do we accentuate nature's beauty? Like when I was looking at um, <clears throat> this work specifically, um, those are the questions that arise. Um, but for example, like in other works, um, like when I was living in New York City, and this is a very early series, I was photographing myself like in bathtubs and becoming these characters and, um, and like in Manhattan bathtubs in New York City. And when I was photographing myself, I, I told myself while I was in it, like, oh, this is just my capturing like time and change in my body through a diary of bathtubs. But it's only like as I observed it more that I started asking myself, why is it that I want to put myself in a bathtub? Why is it that I never show myself as myself, I'm often a character or I paint, my, I, I cover my appearance, my identity changes. So suddenly I started analyzing what that was about, for example. And suddenly a few years later, when I'm no longer living in New York City and I'm living in London, I actually have answers to all of those questions where I was like, wow, I was very trapped while I was in New York City. And I felt that way, I felt, um, I felt trapped in the structure of the, the, you know, the concrete jungle or whatever you want to say. I felt trapped creatively. I didn't fit in in the art world I felt at that time. And it was just like, holy moly, I was putting myself in a box and that box was the bathtub. And I was almost like exploding outside of it and wanting to create inside of the box that I felt I was part of. So it's, it's really interesting, I think, like that self-reflecting, that questioning, asking a lot of questions. So the questions are never, the questions themselves are never consistent. They're always different depending on the environment. But what is consistent is the constant self-reflection or asking questions. Um, but the questions are always changing. Yeah, totally, totally. And I'm asking to myself, uh, why the the subject of your body work is always you i mean you in as a character in this case and uh, uh how is to shoot always at yourself i mean uh it's something uh, probably i do it but i don't do it uh, so directly so i don't shoot myself as myself but i shoot myself as uh, in connection with something is outside and uh, in this case i see uh, your work as a work on uh, yeah something can represent you but uh, in many of your project uh, 
there is always you as a shape, you as a as a, a character of this bodywork, and uh, this what I have to myself is uh, um, there are moments that you feel uh, uh, to cut off your images from your uh, project. That mm. you think about that. <clears throat> what do you just so I understand? What do you mean by cut off images? from um, your project, uh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I mean, in that moment that you think, okay, I'm enough to shoot about uh, a picture of myself and then, okay, now I need, uh, I don't know, to shoot someone else. Mm. So yeah, I mean, a lot of my photographing myself simply stems from I'm I'm always I'm readily available. <laughs> I am always here with myself. And um you know because my practice is so experimental and um it's very intuitive. Um I feel most comfortable when I am with myself photographing something even if it's a concept um that it's I don't really care if my identity is shown or not. Um but it allows me to understand what I'm I'm personally experiencing. And I'm a firm believer that the more we we are in touch with ourselves, the more that actually people outside of ourselves can connect to it. Because we're all very, we're all very similar at the end of the day. We just we are going through a human experience and that's just on a, a spectrum of emotion. And um you know, that's that's what I have to rely on to connect with people. I find if, you know, there's always things that are more in at a certain time. I don't want to call them fads, I, but like there's my, my work sometimes doesn't even fit in because it's something that like I just want to present. But I wouldn't I wouldn't feel right, you know, telling someone else's story or um, I just wouldn't feel it wouldn't feel genuine. Um, so that. I don't know if that means I will be photographing myself always. That's how I feel presently. It's been shifting a bit, like in my um, later works, I've been using a lot of like reappropriating images. I've used my mom um, in a lot of works and um, uh, I don't necessarily actually feel the need to photograph myself all the time recently. Um, like I've been expanding into sculptural works so taking live casts of like body and making them into bronze or um, pewter, which is like a silvery kind of metal um, or plaster. And a lot of those are in my mind um, also like a photograph and I take body casts of people that are not me. So like the photo, a live cast would take like a, a fragment or a snapshot or a mold of uh, another person's body. And so that's what I've been presently working in um, recently. Uh, so I've kind of geared away a bit from the self-portraiture in that sense. But as for the archive of my photographic practice, it's it's predominantly self-portraiture. And I think that just has a lot to do with my wanting to learn about myself and being readily available. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash Berlin Explorer. 
are visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.